Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. Josh, it is a chilly Wednesday morning out there. Uh, but regardless, we're excited to be back with another series, just continuing with that preparation for 2020 crop production. Today, I think it's really important. We just wanted to make sure we've kind of teased a little bit about tar spot and corn in past shows, but we want to really start to dig into some of the facts. Yeah, I, I really think we do, Allie. It's, it's something that, again, was it was it here in big fashion in Southeast Minnesota this year? No. Um, however, when we did start looking at you know where we expected it to kind of move and show up in 2018, it certainly was very predictable. It jumped across you know the Mississippi River. We saw it in Fillmore, Winona counties across the area, and certainly just looking at the potential impacts of this disease, which we'll get into. Um, I think it's worth spending kind of a whole show here to make sure our growers are aware of the disease and also you know some of the implications and, and talk about management along the way. Yeah, Josh. So I'm going to take us back a little bit just in terms of when did tar spot really start to become apparent across the Corn Belt in the Midwest? And really that magic number there would be in 2015. So in 2015, tar spot really first started to appear across Illinois and Indiana. And then as we moved into years on, we look at 2018, tar spot really started to establish itself. And that's when we started to see it become an economic concern across these corn production acres in the Midwest. So you started to have a lot more severe outbreaks that were really dinging yield um, in several different states. And one of those states that we're going to focus on, that's when Wisconsin really started to feel the heat on tar spot. So being one of our neighbors, that's when we started to take a lot closer look at tar spot. But Josh, maybe as we moved into 2018, walk us through how has that um, footprint really started to expand. Yeah, and certainly it, it, it caught our attention. And as we were looking at, you know, some modeling and some information that was out there on, you know, where did we anticipate it to spread for 2019? Um, I know I gave a talk last year at a couple meetings where um, some of our predicted maps kind of had, you know, for sure getting to Houston County and coming to Southeast Minnesota. And as we fast forward to 2019, this past fall, Allie, um, it wasn't hard when you were in Fillmore, Winona, um, counties, Houston counties, and even as we move west to run into some tar spot and fields. Um, you know, we're going to publish a map sailing this. You might not see every county shaded in. Shame on us. I probably should have sent samples to the university so we could get those counties shaded in. But certainly a good chunk of the listening area, we, we saw, you know, tar spot across southeast Minnesota. And certainly what maybe wasn't in cases that were yield limiting, um, you maybe didn't find it in every single field, but it's also something that once I started looking for it, it really wasn't that hard to find, um, and it's something we'll want to be be looking forward or looking looking not looking forward to, but really looking for as we look forward into the the 2020 crop. Uh, Allie, it's something you know. You think about tar spot. You know why hasn't it been here? Why is it here now? You know, what are some of the conditions, Allie, that are going to favor this disease moving forward? So when I look at tar spot, it's really going to be favored by those cool temperatures. And cool temperatures being defined as that range anywhere between 60 and 70 degrees Fahrenheit. So also keeping in mind when you have that high relative humidity above 75%, really starting to, to favor this development. And then just those frequently cloudy days and then longer periods of dew. So anytime you have that frequent condensation on the leaf, it's really going to start to favor the development of tar spot spot. Um, so really frequent cloudy days, dewy nights, cool temperatures, that's going to be the perfect storm for tar spot to start to move its way on in. When we think of those are kind of the conditions that favor tar spot. Um, maybe in your opinion, is tar spot something that once it's there, does it start to move pretty rapidly or is it something that maybe isn't quite as fast? 
Yeah, and it, it's really going to, um, the spread of it and the severity of the infection is really going to relate to some of those conditions uh, that, you, that you talk through, Allie. And certainly, when you do think about the 2018 and even the 2019 growing season, you know, we had a lot of temperatures the second half of the growing season that fell into that range. And certainly, you know, 2018, we had a lot more GDUs in 18, but really in 2018 and 19, a bulk of our GDU accumulation happened in the front side of the growing season. And in some cases, we maybe leveled off a little bit or really hit some of those temperatures. But certainly, when you look at the infection under the canopy and what those symptoms are going to look like, um, the spread of that disease and the, and the severity is really going to hinge on you know just that environmental factor. Can we can we hit those temperatures for consistent days? And it's going to be something, uh, Allie, that we're going to have to scout for. You know, sometimes you know I think we're all probably guilty that you know once the corn gets to shoulder head high, we don't spend a you know maybe as much time out in the fields as we do ahead of that. But certainly, as we start looking for this disease, uh, scouting fat is going to be uh, important. You know, one other thing, and, and we'll, I think it's a good time to touch on it, is we've talked quite a bit about it, Allie, but, um, you know, identifying this disease, it, um, you know, maybe, I don't know what you think, Allie, but, you know, tar spot, the name, is probably the best description of, of how to identify it. Yeah, so not to make it too elementary, but you, you look at the name tar spot, that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like you took a paintbrush full of tar and you just splattered it on that leaf surface. So one important thing that I like to consider when I'm out there trying to figure out is this tar spot, is it something else? Something else? It's going to appear as small raised kind of black spots scattered across the upper and lower leaf surfaces. So as you were maybe running your thumb across that leaf surface, it's going to be more of a raised bump. And if you try to scratch that off, you're not going to be able to scratch it off. So those are some of the key characteristics that I look at. Um, when we come back here after break, we're going to really start to dig into more of the development timing of tar spot and then the yield impacts and how to manage it moving forward.